So here we are, day three, a return trip home. Day three, let me tell you this. I'm going to just go ahead and jump right into it. Let me tell you this. If you make the trek to Ghana, especially if you're from the States, if you're an African-American living in the United States of America, if you make the return trip home to Ghana, if you do not, if you do not do these three things that we did today, we actually did four, but these three, you will have done yourself a disservice. You have to go to Asin Mansu, the slave river site. You have to, it is a must. You must visit Elmina Castle, or Castle, as it's pronounced here, and you have got to go to Cape Coast Castle. If you do not visit these three sites, in my humble opinion, your trip to Ghana was a waste. You might have had fun, you might have enjoyed yourself, but you truly missed the history that is here, that needs to be told, that needs to be experienced, that you could never, ever get from just reading it in a book. You have to physically be there. You have to physically walk the path. You have to physically stand in the spot. You have to physically be there to just get, just to feel everything that goes on around you. So what does day three insist uh, entail for us? What did we do on day three? Why am I saying these three of the four places? What's the fourth place? The Kakun National Forest. Phenomenal experience as well. Awesome. But why these three? So we started our day off. Look, we got up 4 a.m. Was on the van by 4.30. And we was on the road to, to completely, completely miss traffic. But we still ran into traffic at 5 in the morning. Here's the thing. The hustle, the grind here. I told you in, in the very first episode that the reason I wanted to come here is to experience things. To see how other countries, uh, people in other countries work. To see how they get moving. See what their hustle, their grind is. And let me tell you this. At 5 in the morning, 4.35 in the morning, they're out working. The street vendors are already set up. People are already at stoplights, trying to sell, trying to provide a good, uh, trying to provide a service, uh, trying to make money to provide for themselves. And here we are on a trek to, our first stop was uh, Asin Mansu, which is the Slave River site. Now at this site, you have things when you first walk up uh, the, the gates, there's a mural painted on the gates from when slaves were captured to their trek from where they were captured to Asin Mansu to a picture of their first branding to their last bath and then off again. So you have to understand that these captured Africans were shackled either by their ankles or their wrists or shackled by their neck. And they had to walk some three to 400 or more miles just to get to Asin Mansu barefoot. Now, many people already died along the way. But once you got to Asin Mansu, there's a path that you take and you physically walk the path. And while you're taking this, this trek uh, for yourself, you walk it barefoot. 
the same way your ancestors would have walked the path. And it is such sacred and holy ground that the vibe is just different. Are you excited to be there? Yes. But it's just such a a surreal experience. And me being able to go with my wife and then two really good friends and then the person who put it on, uh, Lexi's, who is a good friend, and then being able to be around our guy, Danny, all day uh, for the past three days. Uh, Getting to know Danny. And then his brother joined us on a trip. And then the tour guide at Ascend Mansu, uh, Kofi, born on Friday. These, being able to take this this journey with these people means everything. It would already been special by myself. It would have been special with my wife, but to do it with this group of people, I'm, I'm so blessed to be on this trip with this group of people. Why? Because they are down to do everything. Nobody complains. Everybody wants to just take it all in. And when we take this trek, when we walk on this journey, we walk down the very path our ancestors walked for their last bath before heading to Cape Coast. And you have to understand this last bath, this is where it's a river. Uh, And at this river, you would walk in, you'd walk down to the river, step in the river and bathe. And then once the slaves bathed, they were shaved with broken glass. They were shaved to be more desirable. And here's the thing, a lot of people died at this very site because if they were deemed too weak, if they were deemed undesirable, at this point in time, they were just really left for dead. So to be standing in that same place, it just means it's what the trip is about. And that's the first sight, the first sight of three. You see pictures and you, you stand in a place where last bath was received, the first branding to identify this African as somebody's property. Slaves that were thought to be weak or undesirable were left for dead. And you have to understand this too. African slavery and European slavery, two totally different things. African slavery was viewed as indentured servitude. It's where you could work your way out of it. European slavery was just what we remember, slavery. There's no working your way out of it. You're this person's property until you're either sold or you die. So understanding that and getting the real history means everything. Sometimes you can't get that history in the States. You have to do your own history. You have to make this trek, this journey. 
But while we're there, while we take, while we walk down this path, is is very surreal. It's very uh, not really eerie, but just I don't know. It's just like you you're walking walking with I guess you could say the spirits of your ancestors, knowing that. 200 years ago, 300 years ago, 400 years ago, that it wasn't as peaceful as it is today. The gra- there's grass around, but the track, the, the, the trail is still bare, it's still dirt. Uh, and it's just, it's a very surreal experience. And then to step down in the river and for us to be able to wash our eyes in the river, wash our ears in the river, and wash our mouth in the river. And say a prayer and ask our ancestors for help moving forward. Ask them for forgiveness. Uh, It is almost like a very spiritual awakening, a very spiritual experience. And this is one of the three. If you don't make this, if you don't do this on your return home to Ghana, you have done yourself a disservice that you will regret forever. Our second stop on the day, we went to, uh, because it was on the way back to Cape Coast, we went to Cocoon National Park. And uh, at Cocoon, man, this, this was one of the best cardio workouts, <laughs> to say the least, that... I've had in a while. Uh, it is, it's a national park to where, I mean, you walk from treetop to treetop in tree houses. And you're some 200, 300 feet above the ground with really just rope, a ladder, and a board that is keeping you from plunging to your death. But here's the thing. It's been up for I don't know how long hasn't failed yet. Why hasn't it fallen? You got some of the best architects and engineers over here constructing and building some things that still stand today. So while I'm walking out halfway across one, I just think it hasn't fallen yet. Some of the best and brightest minds were stolen from this very land. It's not gonna fall around here. So I'm just going to enjoy the walk. It's a tough walk. By the end of it, my shirt is drenched with sweat. But it is a very unique experience to be able to walk on a catwalk 200, 300 feet above the ground from treetop to treetop. Did it shake a little bit? Absolutely. Did it sway from left to right? You bet. But was it an experience that you have to do? 1,000%. It was fun. And again, this trip would not be half of what it is if it wasn't for the experience and going through it with the people that we're going through. Our third stop, once we finished that cocoon, and we did it in 45 minutes 
we tried to get through pretty fast because we we made really good time that morning and so we tried to get through cocoon pretty fast uh, we wasn't there to really sightsee but to take in the experience and so us getting through that in less than an hour really gave us a chance to experience the next two things the same day and take all of this emotional like just have all these emotions just come flooding in on the same day and it's good that we did on the same day because the lessons that were taught were still fresh from the last one so going from ascend monsu to our next trip to uh to cocoon which was really really like an experience that you want to experience to see some sights and uh things that you would not see but then our third stop on the day which was at elmina castle you see this the trek once you got to the slave river at ascend monsu the next stop was either at elmina castle or cape coast castle and so we drove it but 300 400 years ago our ancestors walked it. Some died along the way. Some were left at the Slave River to die themselves. But some made it to the castle. And that's where some of them met their deaths. That's where some of them stayed for two to four to six weeks, three months, six months, until their ship came and they could be put on a ship to sail six weeks across the Atlantic Ocean in the Atlantic slave trade. So our journey to Elmina Castle and taking in Elmina Castle, there's just so much history. When you walk in the, I guess you could call it a courtyard, over a thousand people kept in the main center. And what's really crazy is right in the center of the main area where a thousand slaves are kept, right in the center is a church. And it just blows my mind to think, how can a church be right here and people worship in this church when right outside the church walls, you're holding people captive, begging, pleading for mercy. And not only right in between the walls, you have, you have people captive, but you also have these female and male slave dungeons. With one of the dungeons being a dungeon to where you put somebody in there and they're not coming out. Like literally, one of the dungeons is at, at Cape Coast Castle is called the, the, uh, the condemned cell because you're literally condemned to death. You're, once you go in, you're not coming out. And who was that for? It was for the rebellious slaves, the ones who said, I'm, I'm refused the ones who fought the ones who tried to fight for their freedom they were sent into this and in this castle at Elmina in this in this dungeon this this holding area this cell whatever the hell you want to call it one there's no light two there's no ventilation you're placed in there with 20, 30, 40, 50 people who are all trying to rebel, fighting for their lives. And nobody's coming out alive. And nobody dies at the same time. So, of course, human nature takes over. 
I mean, you could only imagine the fear or the terror that some of these people went through. There are still, and this is what's shocking, there are still, you could still see and feel the scratches from fingernails in the stone walls. And it's not just one or two or three or four, there's hundreds of them. And to run your hand across the stone and feel the scratches, that's just like being back at Asin Mansu and walking barefooted down the same path. Because how would you act if you knew that this was it? What would your reactions be? Would you fight? If you just saw somebody being condemned to the condemned cell, would you fight? Would you still fight? Would that break your spirit? Would you just accept that I'm about to be shipped off to some foreign world away from everything that I know, from my family, from my homeland, have my family split? What would your reaction be? And I don't know what mine would be. I would hope that I would fight, but I just don't know. I'm not in that situation. But to know that I am, that I derive from somebody who did survive all of this. Sure, they were a slave in a new world, but they survived. Because here's the thing, 210 million Africans were captured. Of the 210 million, 60 million actually made it all the way to the castles. And of the 60 million that made it to the castles, 12.5 million made it all the way to the new world. That is 0.059%, less than 6% of all the Africans captured actually survived and made it to the new world. That's just making it to the new world. That's not surviving the new world once you get there. Less than 6% actually made it to the new world. Some died on the trek when they were cap uh, captured. Some died at the castles. Some died on the boat because either the boat was too heavy because they would just fill you in until there's absolutely no more room with, with no regard to a weight limit or how much food is there. They would just pack slaves in, captured Africans in, as many as they could get. If the boat's too heavy, they'll just take one or two or three or four, or however many they need and just throw them into the Atlantic. If, they run in, if they're running low on food, into the Atlantic. The door of no return. <laughs> it's a door that led from the castle at Elmina to the ship awaiting in the Atlantic on the shore of the Atlantic to where there was no return. Once you left that door, you did not come back. We stood in the chambers in the cell that had this door. And you could look out the bars and you could see 
maybe 400 yards away where the shoreline was. And having to walk through that door, which is only probably about three feet wide, maybe three feet wide, about five feet tall, to walk out that door and know that you'll never be back. You don't know if you're walking to your death. You don't know where this ship is taking you. I mean, just to be in this spot, and there were numerous cells, it's not just one. You had your female dungeons, you had your male, your male dungeons, but oddly enough, not only in Elmina was there a church in the center, they had worship services going on upstairs. The soldiers from the European or the Portuguese, the Portuguese built Elmina, Soldiers from there would have they would eat upstairs, they would rest upstairs, they would have church upstairs, they would do all these things on the second floor of the, of the castle with slaves held down below. That's Elmina. And when you stand on the outer parts of Elmina and you look out back into, into Cape Coast, what is formerly known as the Gold Coast, when you look back out and you see what stands there today, it's hard to believe that so much bad shit could happen at such a beautiful place. I mean, it really is. But again, if you're an African-American, you are the direct descendants of somebody that survived all of that. Our third, our fourth stop, the third stop that you have to make was to the Cape Coast Castle which you can see Cape Coast Castle from Elmina Castle. You can literally see them. The drive is probably 10 minutes. It's probably five miles away. But this was the last castle that we visited, and this is why I say it, is, it was so amazing that Danny had us do it all in one day. Yes, it was a long day. But the fact that he had us do this, these, these four things, especially these three things that you have to do, do these three things in one day, is because you got the history at, at Asin Mansu, where it started, where a portion of it started, and giving the last bath, and us receiving a bath of our eyes and our ears and our mouths. And then going to Elmina Castle, learning that history there, and then now finishing at Cape Coast Castle, you can really see where things kind of trekked, began, went through, and just to have the connecting history and the connecting lessons uh, of all three still be so fresh. 
I mean, I was trying to listen so intently that I know that I missed so much just because I was trying to process what was just said. And so Cape Coast Castle was the last castle that we visited. Uh, and it's really the same things that happened at Elmina happened at Cape, uh, Cape Coast. Like church being held upstairs right above the male slave dungeon. How? And our tour guide, who was also named Kofi, because he was born on Friday, said, how can... He says something along the lines of heaven being upstairs and literally having hell downstairs. Which... What it is. The condemned cell that I spoke about, but having a condemned cell at Cape Coast Castle, being in that cell, and Kofi closed the door, and it was oh, 12 of us, I think, on his tour. Being in the condemned cell with no light. Now, there's a light in there today that they've put in just so. The tour guide could walk in and talk and you could still see him. But he closed the door and turned off the light for maybe three seconds, not very long. But to be in there with no light, no ventilation, you could you could feel this the staleness of the air. Can't see anything. And to be in there and know that you will never out alive that you have just been sentenced to death the problem is you don't know when you're gonna die it could be a couple days it could be a week if somebody dies before you your natural instinct to survive what do you do do you eat the dead that's in there I don't know but to be in there. I mean, the whole day was just surreal. The whole day was an experience that if you ever come to Ghana and you do not do these three, you didn't come to Ghana. You have to. And you have to look up Danny. <laughs> You've got to find Danny. He has got to be your tour guide for many reasons. If you don't have Danny as a tour guide, I'm, I'm sorry. But to be in this castle, to, same thing, to see, to see the, the slave dungeons holding cells, to walk through the door of no return, to see one area that, there was one area that led down. You have to walk through the door. It used to have steps, there's no steps anymore. But the way that Kofi described this, he said, imagine, it was, it was like, I don't know if these were his exact words, but this is what I remember him saying and how I envisioned it. He said, imagine stepping through this door, you can't see anything, and they're saying, hurry, move, 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 go. And the smell coming from it still today, when you stuck your head in this area, 
it was terrible. So I could only, I, I, I can't imagine what it was like for our ancestors. But then we talked about the door of no return and we walked through it. And Kofi told us that uh, there were two former slaves, that their bodies were exhumed and they were brought back to Ghana. And they went back through the door of no return, which is now called the door of return. And our brothers and sisters in Ghana, they welcome us back. They want us to see this. They want us to get real history. They want us to understand and know what our ancestors went through. So the door of no return is now the door of return at Cape, uh, Cape Coast Castle. And these two slaves that were in, that, were, that went through the door of no return, had their bodies exhumed, brought back to Ghana, went through the door of no return, which is now the door of return. And check this, their bodies now lay at rest at Asin Mansu. You can see how it all tied together, like our day just all completely tied together. And it was absolutely phenomenal. And if you don't make, if you do make the trip to Ghana and you do not, visit Asin Mansu, the Slave River site, Elmina Castle in Cape Coast, and Cape Coast Castle. You're doing yourself a disservice. Can't wait for day four. I got a lot of video to watch because we took a lot of videos. And I just want to go back and just re-listen to everything that our tour guide said. Because you know, as you read, if you reread a book, if you rewatch a movie, you're always going to catch something that you didn't quite get the first time, or second time, or third time. And so, I'm looking forward to rewatching everything and hearing the message all over again. So, on your trip to Ghana, you make sure that you hit up those three that you do those three and you do it with purpose and you take it all in and you just understand that who you come from, your ancestors, that you're here, the reason that you're here today is because somebody in your lineage survived all that. And we're still here today. Thank you guys for tuning in, for sticking with me. Day four tomorrow, it's gonna be a great one. It only gets better from here. Peace and love. <laughs>